Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and uh, beginning at verse 12. This is what it reads like. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do. I want to point your attention to that phrase right there. Neither know we what to do. But our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Mighty gods, we come tonight. We thank you and we praise you for your word. Your word's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. We thank you, God, for this day. What we've already received has been a blessing. And now, God, as we open the word of life one more time, give us a little bit more of your bread from heaven that we will have plenty strength to take us through the coming week. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen, amen, hallelujah. I enjoyed that tonight, that testimony, hallelujah, and praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. It's good to see people get freed in the spirit, amen. Hallelujah, and I'm going to tell you what, sister. Tina just tickled me to death. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. We might join hands and run around here together before it's over with. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. I think she could feel like doing it right now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, and if you don't feel that joy, if you don't feel that exuberance, uh, and that excitement uh, in your uh, in your heart, uh, it may be because you need uh, to break through, and that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Uh, and Sister Wanda, in her testimony, talked about how she went through a period in time that uh, she just didn't feel God like she wanted to. Uh, I believe we all get there from time to time. We are human. Uh, we, we go through the struggles of life. Uh, uh, and, you know, uh, I almost, I, I'm thankful to God, I could have I went the other way and went off the deep edge because when I come out of the nominal church, uh, the, main, the main one that um, I begin to, to fall after, and for the first little bit, I began to try to pattern my ministry after him because, man, I just, like a lot of people did, I just love this man and his ministry. But, man, he, he went way off uh, in the left field on a lot of things. Uh, and uh, I, I'm thankful to God for his hand upon me that even when I was young and even when I didn't have the Holy Ghost yet still called of God, I, I was, I was talking to somebody just the other. Uh, I guess it was br Brother Penrod. I uh, met Brother Penrod and we drove up and 
Uh, I met him uh, uh, the other day and had lunch, and we talked, and talking about how God directed me in my early days when I was just young. I said, you know, Brother Penrod said, I preached a year and a half before God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know what I mean. The very, the very first revival that I preached for Brother Hell in, in October 1970, when I first uh, eyed Sister Darlene as she was a song director back then, uh, you know, I, I didn't have the Holy Ghost uh, during that first revival. Uh, and uh, and I, w- I, was, I was going and trying to get my feel of different things because I wasn't raised in the apostolic faith and and, and the one who had become my mentor at the time uh, was was not in the, in the truth like he should be in the truth was following a man rather than Christ and uh, and so I, I was really going here and there but I am so thankful Amen that God keeps His hand upon those that He calls Amen Amen and when I say those that He calls I'm not just talking I'm just not talking about people called to preach. Amen. But everybody sitting in this house tonight have been called by God. Every one of you's got a call. Every one of you's got a work. Hallelujah. And it thrills, Amen, my heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. And and to see, like I was talking about Sister Tina, Amen. And uh and, and Sister Kathy there, man. I've seen her come out, man. Uh I would Man, we go back to the day and the time. It ain't no way in the world you would get her up on the platform to do any kind of talking. Hallelujah, Amen. And uh, but you know, we look around, we see people and uh, that we've known for a long time, and we see how God has brought us step by step down this journey. Hallelujah. And you know what? And you know what, Brother Dallas? I know I have not made it where I need to be yet. Praise God, he's still working on me. Hallelujah. And he's working on all of us. And I'll tell you tonight, don't never close your heart and close your door to where God can't work on you. Don't get so heady and high-minded and proud. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't depend on what I have done. Let me tell you, this is one preacher. Hallelujah. Um, the, the little lady, uh, amen, in the back of the church on the walker, and she comes to me saying, Brother Sammy, i got to tell you something, Lord, tell me about it. I, I, I'm ready to listen to whoever it is is hallelujah amen because we are all amen the same in God's kingdom hallelujah there's no big eyes and little U's hallelujah and if any time you get around somebody amen that wants to dictate and wants to rule hallelujah you need to get out of Dodge just as soon as you can get out we've come too far we fought too many battles and I can look down the road, and I can see that we're approaching what we've been working for. It's soon to be here. Hallelujah. Amen. And breaking through is an important thing. Hallelujah. Uh, every time to time, there comes through areas in my life that I need to break through. Amen. There are times in our personal experience with the Lord that we need a breakthrough hallelujah and God cares for us and he wants us to have that breakthrough when we need to have it and this afternoon as we 
we stayed here uh, at the church uh, all afternoon, uh, and we we went out and had a little, uh, got a little bite to eat, but then we come right back, and uh, we was here all afternoon, and as I was praying and studying, and the Lord began to put this message on my heart, uh, there's a lot of things that come to my mind uh, that I could add in this message and say, well, you know, we need to break through in from this or break through from that. But there are two basic things when we're talking about breaking through that definitely we all need to break through from because everything that binds people, everything that hinders people, amen, they are able to do that because of two main areas that gets a hold of them. And uh, I believe you will follow me and see what I'm saying. Amen. And uh, just uh, let's bow our heads and pray right now. Ask God to bless us. Lord, as we come tonight, we thank you and we praise you for your grace. Thank you, God, for your mercy and kindness. Lord, we ask that you will speak to us yet one more time. Help us, God, right now as we get into your word. In Jesus' name, let the church say, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen. Uh, the scripture here, uh, the words were given by King Jehoshaphat, and there was a big army come against him, and they were gathered against him on every side, and uh, they were boxed in, if you please. No way they looked did they have an escape or a way out. It seemed like in every direction the enemy was there. If they went north, west, east, south, the enemy was capped against them. Uh, and they was encamped. And the devil does that to us a lot in the spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, sometimes we get to the point in place that we can't function uh, like we know God wants us to function in the kingdom of God. Uh, we know that there is a calling. We know that there is a work. And uh, we know that there's something God wants from us in our life. But we get bound and we're not able to do things for various reasons. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, and then we get to the point in place Amen, like King Jehoshaphat here, we get to the place that we simply don't know what to do. I have been there. Have you? I've been to that place many times in my life that I didn't know what to do. And they come to a point that I had to have a breakthrough. There had to be a breaking through if life was going to continue in me. If my relationship was God, for God was going to continue to grow, if my ministry was going to do anything for God, there had to be a breaking through. Now, I want to give you a story, and as you, those of you know, uh, I, uh, I study history, and, uh, um, and one of my favorite historical men, former president of the United States, uh, and I will, uh, you will find out who he is, but I want to read this story about him. Many years ago, a young Midwestern lawyer uh, suffered from such deep depression 
that his friends thought it best to keep all knives and razors out of his reach. Now, a lot of people go through depression, but people around this man realized that his uh, depression was so severe and so deep that they were so concerned. They knew that this depression was not just an ordinary depression, but he would become suicidal at times. And so his friends and close family members said, you know, we're going to have to make sure that all knives and razors and such like that is going to have to be kept away from this man. This man really got down in areas of depression. And he questioned his life's calling and the prudence of even attempting to follow it through. Amen. He, he just questioned everything. During those darkened times, that man wrote these words. He said, I am now the most miserable man living. I mean, we still have this, this letter kept today. Uh, it's, on, it's on record. He, he wrote this down during this time of depression. He said, I am now the most miserable man living. Whether I shall ever be better I cannot tell. He said, I awfully predict that I shall not. Man, that's depression and that's hopelessness at its worst. He said, I don't. He said, whether I shall ever be better, I cannot tell. But I awfully predict that I shall not. But somehow, and I know that that somehow was by the hand of God. Somehow, somewhere, Abraham Lincoln received the encouragement he needed to break through the darkness of suicidal depression and go ahead to lead this nation during the darkest hours of her history and assured that the unity of the nation would prevail, and even the bloodiest civil war could not destroy her because of this man's leadership who just a few years before was at the point and ready to take his own life. There might not have been an America today if that depression had destroyed him, if it had conquered him, but he had a breakthrough right at the point and the place that he didn't think he could go on any further. There was a breakthrough. And I want to tell somebody tonight, I don't know what you have been up against. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know nothing about it. Hallelujah. But God does. He knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. And here's the best part about it. He, the Bible said he wants you to prosper. He wants you to grow. Jesus wants you to be an overcomer. Hallelujah. Amen. And he loves you so much. Amen. That he gave
gave his life for you as I preached this morning to rescue you. Hallelujah to God. Amen. And he is here to help you in the deepest and darkest hours of your life. If you will be only willing to submit yourself to him, there ain't nothing. Glory to God that Jesus will not do for you. If you believe that, give him praise tonight. I said there are two major areas that we have to break through to be able to get the breakthrough that we need. And these two areas cover everything. I could give you a long list, and you could say, well, you know, we need to break through this, we need to break through that. But there are two main areas. And that first area that we got to break through, we're going we're gonna to look back on King Jehoshaphat in this time in his life as he was leading the children of God and he was boxed in and he got to the point and to the place he didn't know what to do. Amen. He needed a breakthrough. But the first thing Jehoshaphat had to do, he had to have a breaking through of fear. Hallelujah. And church tonight, Amen. If, if you're bound, if you're going through struggles or whatever it may be, you've got to make sure, amen, that there is a breaking through of fear. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Fear tonight, the Bible says, has torment. Amen. And there's a lot of people so bound by that. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil will use that to torment you, hallelujah, amen, talking about Sister Lilani a while ago, amen, you know, she know, she's been involved in the health industry so much that it actually goes against her, because every little symptom that she thinks, amen, the devil will use that to bring fear her way, amen, to fear this and fear that, amen, but that's not putting her down, that's exactly where we all get at times, because the devil, one of his greatest weapons, he uses against you. You is fear. Hallelujah. And you will never begin to grow. You will never to be able to prosper. Amen. And to have a fullness of life. If there is a little bit bit of fear in your life. Fear is of the devil. It's his tool. And he will use that to destroy you. Let's look at the children of Israel and Jehoshaphat about fear. Remember we read that they said they didn't know what to do. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 3 as we back up. Look at it. And Jehoshaphat feared. Hallelujah. And set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea. When he looked and he saw the enemy coming in from every direction, and he didn't have no way to get out, he didn't know what to do. Immediately, hallelujah, fear began to take a hold of him. And Jehoshaphat feared. The first thing that Jehoshaphat had to do to be able to have a breakthrough and get the old victory over the enemy that was fighting against him was a breakthrough of fear and from fear. And 
you'll look and see what he did. That's what brought him the victory. And that's what you've got to do no matter how the devil tries to come against you with any kind of fear. Look at what he said. He feared, yes, but he did not let fear take him down. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Mm -hmm. I was reading a story about about an older soldier and a younger soldier as they were getting ready for a major battle. The older soldier had then fought many battles. And he done went through several things. This young man was fresh out of boot camp. He hadn't seen one battle yet. And as they was there, a man in the, in, in the foxholes getting ready to advance. The older soldier saw that this younger guy was nervous. He had some fear. And he looked up at the older soldier who had been through some battles, and, and he says, uh, he says, I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm scared. Hallelujah. The older soldier looked at him. He said, I've never entered a battle to where I wasn't afraid and have some fear. He said, but you've got a choice. You can let that fear, hallelujah, bottle you up, and it will cause you to lose the battle. He said, or you can let that fear motivate you, and you can make a stand, and you can channel that fear, amen, to give you the strength that you need to go on, amen, in advance. And that is what Jehoshaphat did. Amen. I want him to put that scripture back up because I'm not through with it yet. And Jehoshaphat feared. And here's what he did. He did not let it paralyze him. He did not let it stop him. He said, and set himself to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. The victory is already won when you begin to seek the Lord. He didn't let the fear stop him. He didn't run, stick his head in the ground like an ostrich. But when he feared, hallelujah, and I've never seen nobody so strong that there wasn't some kind of fear somewhere. Hallelujah, it's part of being human. Hallelujah. I fought a lot of times, amen, that I had, I had, I had fear. But I did not linger on that. I did not let it take a hold on me. Do you hear what I'm saying? When Jehoshaphat feared, he set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea. Hallelujah. Glory to God or Judah. Glory to God church. The first thing that you got to do when the enemy starts talking is trash. Glory to God. Amen. Don't back up. Amen. Get yourself sure footed in the sand and look back. Hallelujah. And say alright devil if you want to trash talk well I'll trash talk back. Start talking to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There have been times I've looked at the devil and in the spirit now, I've looked at the devil many times. And that devil, you I can't stop you from coming at me, but I sure can make you wish you never had. Lord and God, because I... Woo! I'm going to see if anybody will tell their age now. How many in here can remember a TV program Entitled, I've Got a Secret. 
we got a few folks telling their age. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Do you realize that used to be a very popular program? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, when the devil begins to show all of what he's going to do to me or tries to say what he's going to fight me with or come up, amen, I just look back at him and I start to trash talk back because I have got a secret. Amen. And you know what that secret is? I know something. I know something. I have learned this because I've been down the road. Hey, this ain't my first rodeo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've been around the block more than once. Glory to God. I was born at night, but not last night. Hallelujah. And I've got a secret. Hallelujah. And it ain't never failed me, and it never will. What's your secret? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you the secret I know. The Word of God tells me that no. Weapon formed against me shall prosper, glory to God. The devil tried it many times, but one after one after one, God has let me watch him fall smack on his face. Hallelujah. When you know that, it just has this way about shaking any fear you got plumb off. Hallelujah. We got all of my wife. Woo. Amen. You might not be feeling what I'm feeling, but I'm feeling something tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, I know how important it is for all of us to have a breakthrough when we're struggling and we feel like we're bound. Amen. It can't move. We need to have that breakthrough. And we got to make sure that what we're struggling with. It has nothing to do with fear, that we have that breakthrough from fear. Yes, Jehoshaphat feared, but he set himself to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Hallelujah. Now, here's the second thing, and I told you. Now, I could give, come up with a list a mile long and give you scriptures Things say, well, we got to have a, a breakthrough from this, a breakthrough from that. I mean, you know, like addictions, amen, different kind of sins, whatever. I mean, but everything hinges, and this is what the Spirit of the Lord spoke in my heart this evening on these two things is the biggest issues that if we can get broke through on these two things. Then we got the victory. The first one was fear. The second thing that we need to have a breaking through on is a breaking through from past failures. That hinders more people from stepping out and doing things for God than so many other things. Because you know what? That old booger man. Oh, uh, Slewfoot, if you've ever did something in the past and you have messed up, fell on your face, the devil knows how to bring that up to your remembrance just at the right time. At the right time to keep you from stepping out again. 
Hallelujah. There have been some times in my ministry that when I left the house, the church house, I left, and I, my Lord, that's the worst message I have ever preached in my life. I think I'm going to give it up. But then I go on, and then later on, <laughs> God gives me a powerful message to minister, and there's somebody he wants a word preached to it. Amen. And I can be feeling the presence of God. Then the old devil sit up on my shoulder and say, you better be careful. You're going to get up there and fall flat on your face like you did. You remember that other time? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I mean, maybe, maybe you sing. And you like singing for God. And, but maybe sometime you got it one time in the past, amen, you got up there. And, man, it just didn't come together. Amen. You're supposed to be singing in C, and you were singing in Q minor. You said, that ain't a chord. That's the point. <laughs> you didn't hit no key whatsoever. And then the next time you feel like you want to sing a song for God, devil he remind he says you remember how bad you hurt everybody's ears that day in the church and then and you know what and and it probably didn't have a thing in the world about it but somebody had to get up and leave for some reason and they get up and they left just while you're singing but the devil said you know they left you ran them out of church come on somebody hallelujah He'll come up with everything. What I'm saying is, any time in your past that you messed up, or flubbed up, the devil will use that to keep you from doing anything else in the future for God. Hallelujah. Maybe, maybe you, I mean, in a lot of things, maybe it had to do with the gifts of the Spirit or something. Maybe. Maybe you felt like God was wanting to give a message and turned out not to be God. Amen. You was, you know, you were just feeling good in the Holy Ghost. The devil would do everything he can to keep you from shutting up in the future when God wants to speak to somebody through you. Hallelujah. Past failures. We got to get a breakthrough from fear, and we got to get a breakthrough from past failures. And as we back up. Amen. Jehoshaphat, there was another time before this that he went out to fight a battle. He joined himself with a king, and the king that he joined himself with, with was killed in battle. And he got back home with his life, but that battle that day was lost. And so... Jehoshaphat could allow that to keep him from trying to go out and fight any more battles. Second Chronicles 19, verses 1 and 2. And Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned to his house in peace to Jerusalem. And Jehu, the son of Hananiah, the seer, and back at that time, a seer is what they used to call prophets. Prophets weren't always called prophets. Back in, in, in the very early days, they called them seers because they was able to see into the future. They was able to see into your life and your situation. 
uh, and all those things, God would speak to them. So they called them seers for many hundreds of years before the name prophet was ever tacked to them. Jehu, the son of Hananiah, the seer, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Shouldest thou help the ungodly and love them that hate the Lord? Therefore is wrath upon thee from before the Lord. You see, I told you that Jehoshaphat got, got together with another king. You know who that other king was? Ahab. And we know about Ahab. He was a man who married Jezebel. And Ahab wound up being killed in the battle. He got back home in peace, and which means that his life was spared. He got back, he, had, he, uh, he survived it himself, but the battle went against them. And now here comes the seer to bring a rebuke his way. And the prophet or the seer said, should you go out and help the ungodly? Man, there hadn't been a more ungodly king than Ahab. We all know the stories of everything Ahab did. He said, you love them that hate the Lord? Therefore, it's wrath upon thee from before the Lord. My, my, if the prophet of God come to me and told me that, I'd get myself in the corner somewhere and I'd say, I'm through. No more battles for me. Come on, I, I mean, I made one mistake like that. Who knows, I might be deceived again. But Jehoshaphat won the battle because he had the favor of God. But he would never have won the battle if he hadn't been able to break through from the past failures. Don't listen to the devil talk about your past. Hallelujah. Sister Sherry, when the devil tries to remind you of your past, you remind him of his future. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I heard, now, you've got to understand where I'm coming from. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong here. But please understand the perspective that I'm looking at. Because every once in a while I hear somebody make the comment, well, everybody's got a past. I disagree. Everybody don't have a past. Because if you have repented of your sins and the blood of Jesus, if you understand what took place back at the tabernacle, brother, <laughs> and the blood of boats and bulls only pushed people's sins ahead for one year. Every year it had to be remembered again. But here come the rescuer. You know, I preached on that this morning. <laughs> here come Jesus, the precious blood of the Lamb. Woo! My, my, my. Hey, that's why I say all this talk about the election and all this stuff, we need, we need, to, get, we need to get together and put something. Brother Travis mentioned this to me uh, already a couple of times. We need to get together and put this, something like this up on the side. Listen, if, if the donkey and the elephant have let you down, start putting your trust in the lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what I'm referring to when I say the donkey and the elephant, don't you? Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Both of them have sold this country down the road. 
I don't mean to offend nobody and what your particular beliefs are, amen, but both parties is just as guilty for the mess we're in. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your trust in the Lamb. Put your trust in the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Getting back to what I was saying, I do not believe everybody has got a past because Jesus tells me if I come to him, he casts my sins in the sea of forgetfulness never to be remembered no more. Hallelujah. Lord, there used to be a song that Kessie used to sing. I wish you'd get there and sing it again sometime. Amen. When somebody mentions sin, God says, what sin? What sin are you talking about? Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus looks at me, he only sees me from the death, burial, and resurrection. Woo! Hallelujah. Lord, that's what being born again is about. If you know what being baptized in water, that's the grave. The old man's buried. Lord, you ain't the same one. Don't come up out of that water, brother. You're a new creature in Christ. What does that mean? That means you ain't got no past. Pentecost now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord. Lord, I got to wind this down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You tell the devil what passed. You don't have no past. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Look up. You need to look up that word to the original. <laughs> See what that means, that word passed away means. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't have no past. Hallelujah. I'm looking to the future. So break through from past failures. Hallelujah. That's under the blood. You hear me? That's under the blood. Give God praise and glory for it and continue and to go on. Sister Debbie, would you come to the keyboard, please? Hallelujah. So tonight, let's make sure that we keep that breakthrough, that we can feel the presence of God moving within our life, that we can feel him and the rejoicing, that you can, let me tell you something, you ought to be able to feel him just as much at home as you do right here. I used to think that I had to pump up to get anointed. I mean, that's that's one of the bad things about starting preaching so young. You grow up, you, you got a lot to learn you, you, as you go along. And as I'd go from place to place, I'd get there, man, and I'd just, I mean, I'd be constantly moving, uh, uh, patting my foot and my leg and everything. I just, I mean, I thought, man, I had to, I got to get this thing pumped up. I gotta get I gotta get the anointing. I gotta get anointed. Because I knew, I did know that I couldn't do nothing without the anointing. I still can't do nothing without the anointing. I'm dependent upon the anointing. It's the anointing, and the anointing don't break the yoke, it destroys the yoke. 